Testing, testing. One, two, three. <coughs> Why would you cough? Can you just take two? I had a tickle. <laughs> you like how mad I got? I was like, "Why would you do this thing that you clearly can't control?" Okay, can you just say testing? Testing. <laughs> Rise and shine, bitches! Welcome back to another episode of Just a Quick Pinch. I'm your host, Connie Wang, from our couch. And I'm still giggling from the <laughs> intro. Um, so this week, I was really lazy. Did your mom ever, like, when you guys were little, did your moms ever, like, pick you up from soccer practice and it was so late at night that she finally just, like, gave up and, like, got a frozen pizza or something? Because that's kind of how I feel. Every week, Jimmy's like, come on, let's record on the couch. It'll be comfy, cozy, it'll be fun. And I'm like, no, we gotta be serious. Um, and, and this week I gave up. <laughs> no, this week I'm just like so tired physically. But um, also, like, she's been depriving us of comfort this whole time. I feel like I like the chairs that we have available don't allow for good posture. Well, see, um, I'm kind of a dance mom. I don't get mom. any back support. My, I, I, you know, I got some exactly. back pain. No, that's why I want you to speak from your She's diaphragm. Such a dance mom, and I'm I, like, if you're too comfortable, then you, you can't enunciate. And you know how you're tired? I'm tired too, hun. Yeah, we're all we're all just tired. Um, but but we're, we're getting feeling through. Good. So today, I'm just making Jimmy do everything for me. He brought me the microphone. He brought me uh, the laptop. We're just laying comfy cozy on the couch, and you guys are just wedged between the two of us, so just pretend like uh, like we're mom and dad. We're big spooning you from both sides. Not really. We're both like, um, we're, we're you know those salad tongs where how they cup from both sides? We're kind yeah. of salad tonging you. Anyways, can you hand me the tarot cards? Okay, anyways, without further ado, it's let's time. get into the hot girl huddle. Hit it, editing Connie. guys this week for healthcare horoscopes the tarot card of the week for august 15th now we're not supposed to like take them out at, at once we pick them like i don't want to give the people repeats ever oh you're right i didn't even think that no i feel like if it but was it, meant to be it would repeat yeah because like, this is very much like a Yu-Gi-Oh heart of the cards thing right yeah you know, the Yu-Gi-Oh creator died a few weeks ago. You, you already mentioned that a few weeks ago. <laughs> I, you know, Are you going to mention this every single time? I might, because I'm a little sad about it. Until I'm not sad about it, I'll probably bring it up. Alrighty, this week, for the week of August 15th, our card is... This one looks kind of grim. Um, it's the ten, I think it's the Ten of Swords upright. Let's see. Ooh. But you know what? I don't even care. So this one I'm scared of. The Ten of Swords marks a painful yet inevitable ending. Uh, you now have the choice. Okay, this this is relevant. You now have the choice to pick yourself up and move on forward with your life rather than falling down in a heap hoping someone will take pity on you. Why do we keep picking bad cards? In that way, the Ten of Swords is about letting go and accepting your current circumstances. Okay. You no longer resist change but allow it to happen, even if it causes initial pain and hurts you. You recognize that there must be a change to facilitate renewal, so you allow it to occur rather than fighting it. The good news is that the Ten of Swords marks the final ordeal. <gasps> no more pain will come to you from that source. The hour is the darkest before dawn. 
Wait, that's kind of how I feel about CDCA because now it's over. Exactly. I was just drawing parallels yeah. to that. Yeah, pick yourself up off the ground. I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. Pick yourself up off the ground and reflect on what happened to you and why and what you can learn from the experience. When you do this, the hurt and pain will fade and you will see why all this needed to happen so that you can evolve into your fullest potential. Oh my gosh, okay, this feels relevant to me. The pain and hurt you've endured have not gone without purpose. Use the positive power and draw wisdom from defeat. So for me, I'm gonna interpret this as, oh my God, I'll go into it in spit talk. But anyways, do you feel like you can parallel any, anything? Do you think about this with your buffalo chicken wrap that you tried to make, but it was just not as good? Oh, that was definitely a bit of a betrayal. Okay, I think this is what they're talking about. I think this is my ten of swords, my buffalo chicken wrap. Guys, let me just, we, all right, I need five seconds, maybe a little longer of your time. To describe to you the Sodexo Buffalo Chicken Wrap at my hospital. Um, now, it's chicken tendies. I'm pretty sure this is the second time we've discussed this on the podcast, I don't care. but go ahead. Soaked, soaked in buffalo sauce. And then put on the wrap with a little bit of lettuce, some shredded carrots. That's the key. Never in my life have I had shredded carrots in a wrap on the Sodexo Buffalo Chicken Wrap. Game changer it gives you a crunch that doesn't get soggy the way lettuce the does. amount of times like a week i have to hear about the shredded carrots that give a crunch and don't make it soggy <laughs> can you believe that this week is the first time i actually bought us shredded carrots okay so basically what happened was jimmy was so excited to buy these Wait, separate ingredients and make them at home but then they didn't turn out as good as he wanted yeah it was a bit of a bummer um i think it's because the chicken wasn't hot okay thank and you. that's a wrap for the wrap report Back to you, Sean, for the weather. <laughs> Anyways, thank you uh, for that, Jimmy. Um, now let's move on into I asked, you answered. Alrighty, you guys. This week for the I asked, you answered, and then we discussed at length. Um, we asked you guys, tell us about your childhood getting lost stories. And we asked you this because this week, Jimmy and I were, like, talking about our getting lost childhood stories. Um, and Fine. I just wanted to share mine. I thought it was really funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel slightly traumatized. One. Have you heard this one? The cruise ship one? Oh, wait. I thought you... T- is this the one you told me the other day? No. Or is it a different one? No, I think it's a different oh, one. Oh, I, I might hear this one live. I just get lost a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, basically, when I was a kid, I went on a cruise... And if anybody's gone on a cruise, you guys would know, like, when you get onto the cruise for, like, the first time, um, like, right before the cruise ship leaves, like, the dock for the first, like, right, like, when it's about to leave for the first time, they have to do this, like, kind of fire drill thing or this, like, drill where you go to the top and you have to get into the lifeboats. So, basically, my family had just checked into our suite and I was like, oh, I want to, like, go look for my cousin. So, then I left our thing. And lo and behold... I am walking to, like, find my cousin's room, and then the announcer is like, well, everyone please, like, report to the Lido deck or whatever for the drill. And then I was, like, all frantic because then all of a sudden I realized I didn't know my cousin's room number, and then I also didn't know my own room number. (laughs) I was like, where do I go? I don't even know how to find my family. I don't know how to get back. I was, like, panicking, but I knew our room's phone number. So then I knock on some random door frantically. Luckily, these people haven't gone to the Lido deck yet, but, like, I felt like I was on the Titanic. I was, like, really scared because, like, everybody was leaving their rooms, going up to the top, and I was, like, going the opposite direction trying to find my way back home. So then I frantically dial the numbers, and I'm like, I really hope someone in my room is still there. Um, My sister picks up, and she's kind of grumpy. She's like, what? 
And I'm just like, I don't know our room number. And I was like all scared and I was about to start crying. And she's like, Connie, our room number is our phone number. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, see you in 10 minutes. And then I went back to the room and that's that on me getting lost. But it was like kind of traumatizing. I really felt like I was like in a scene from Titanic. I see. Um, yeah. I had heard that one before. Mm-hmm. Still a good story. Is that right? Thank you. Thanks, hon. Uh, you can uh, tell yours for me. Yeah, so I, I have two kind of like quick ones. Two? Uh, no, the same like little cookies I told you before. Okay. Um, so the one time I was in a mall and like I got on the elevator and my dad like, I don't know what he was doing, but like didn't manage to get on the elevator with me. Uh, but it was like one of those like kind of see-through glass tube ones. So I was just going all the way up this like three-story mall and my dad was just kind of like waving to me from below. <laughs> and I was like... I was like, am I ever going to see you again? <laughs> you know what the funniest thing is? After Jimmy told me this story yeah. on the walk, my follow-up question was, so did you find him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, wait, obviously. Uh, anyways. Yeah. Okay, let me She's so you. funny. Uh, wait, hold on. And then my other little one was just like, we were at Sam's Club, or perhaps BJ's, um, and... I was, like, just spinning around in circles, as one does uh, when you're an eight-year-old in, in a BJ Sam's Club situation. And I was, like, running up and down the aisles. And then, like, I was, like, having fun. And then I thought I was, like, next to my parents having fun this whole time. And I turn, and it's just kind of like this, like, mid, like, 50s, like, gentleman that's like, oh, hey, uh, your parents aren't even in this aisle. And then I had to go to the front. Oh, and then did they announce, like, someone pick up Jimmy Hanshaw? I think so. Aww. Or they're like, someone needs a child. Someone, yeah, they're like, Hello. They're like, child in aisle six. Or like, no, you know what I think? I thought I had to go to the front, and then, like, I went one aisle over, my parents were there. Oh. But, like, I was like, there's a strange man, and I don't know anything about this large bulk purchase store. <laughs> you're like, what is this store even? Like, because when you're eight, like, you know, the jars of mayo are just as big as you are. Like, <laughs> it's kind of intimidating in there. Um, okay, so our story is kind of pale in comparison to everyone else. Um, I like this one. This is from our friend. I can say her name, I think. This is from our friend Sarah Skeels. She said, I didn't get lost, but one time my dad drove all the way to work before he remembered I was in the back seat and 30 minutes late to preschool. He asked me, why didn't you say anything? Me. IDK, I thought we were going somewhere fun. That's cute. But, um, no, okay. These people have, like, real traumatizing stories. This one person said, My friend, my sister, and I, age 8, went on a walk in the woods on a family camping trip. We left at 4 p.m. Park rangers finally found us at 9 p.m. in the dark, 10 feet from a cliff's edge. I would say your Walmart story pales in comparison. Well. Or was it Costco, sorry. Well, it. I think it was Sam's Club. Oh, Sam's Club, right. To be Both clear. But, it, you know, like, you never... There could be some unsavory people trying to purchase in bulk. Wait, someone else said never two know. and a half times I got lost in Costco. Maybe it's, like, the bulkness of it all. Oh, people also were having Costco yeah. bulk in trouble? Someone else said this. Not really in public, but I grew up in the middle of a corn... Wait. Grew up in the middle of... I don't know if she might grew up. She said, I grew up in the middle of a cornfield and was lost for four hours once. Four hours is so long. As that a child, a long time to, be, to lost. be lost in a cornfield. Have you seen Children of the Corn? Yeah. Someone else said, I think you would enjoy this. They said they got lost at Legoland when they were like six and they were traumatized. I don't think you would have ever left. <laughs> Legoland? Yeah. I'm not really a big Lego kid, though. Really? 
I think I, I want to get into Legos, but uh-huh. I want to, like, the thing is I want to get into them, and by into them I mean spend $400 on, like, the Hogwarts castle. Yeah, maybe it's best if you don't. And, like, we just don't have the space for that. Like, eventually we will. We have will, the space though. for Power Rangers, but we don't have the space for Legos. <laughs> Anyways, oh, that is all we have for this segment. Now, let's move on to Spit Talk. <laughs> Alrighty, you guys, this week for Spit Talk. So, I finally took CDCA on Saturday. Um, not even being dramatic, I think it was, like, the worst day of my life. It was, which is, like, good if that's the worst day. It was just, like, really long. Like, I have so much newfound respect for all the licensed dentists out there because it was just, like, so long. I don't know how to describe it. Um, so, okay, basically, imagine this. I had to get there at 6.30 a.m., and then you set up from 6.30 a.m. until 8.30 a.m. When you hear, like, how long you have, two hours, you're like, oh, it's not going to take the whole time. But, like, somehow it did. Like, I feel like I was just, maybe I was just being a chatty Kathy. I don't know. I was chatting. I was, like, making my putty. Before I knew it, it was 8.30. Um, everything, okay, I think it kind of went, like, how I had practiced. Like, nothing, nothing crazy happened. I didn't drill the wrong tooth. I didn't make any crazy, like mistakes that had never happened um it was pretty like par for the course but i just took so long so i took like almost the three almost the whole three hours to do the endo part so i only had a 10 minute break for lunch and i didn't really get to eat anything and then i had to do the next four hours of the crowns and by the end of it i literally felt like i was like high i was like just like floating around and dizzy and nauseous and yeah so um, then I, I, I wish... swooped in and picked her up from the yeah. school and took her to a Cajun seafood boil with a little bit of a Korean twist. Yeah, no, like one second I was like, I can't see anything. I'm so dizzy. I'm so tired. I'm hungry. And then literally like an hour later, I was like biting off shrimp heads and like sucking. Well, like eating shrimp heads, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. sucking down crab legs. It was actually like quite fun. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I like, honestly, you know how tiring that was is that. I don't even care how I did. I really do not, like, care. Like, I just am so happy I don't have to practice anymore. And I just hope to God that, like, maybe I pass at least one part of it so that I never have to do the full thing again. Um, and even if I do, like, whatever. I'll just redo it. I just, like, never want to relive that specific day because that was just, like, horrible. Um, but, yeah, I feel like since I've taken it, I've also had newfound clarity because I realized, like, it's kind of not that big a deal. I know that's what everyone was telling me before, but now that I've taken it, I really have had time to have it sink in. And I'm like, it's kind of not a big deal because, like, if you don't do well, you just retake it. And that's it. Like, I know I have to pass it before I become a dentist. And that's that on that for growth. I'm just, like, so over it all. And I'm just ready to get back to my normal life of, like, patience, podcast, cocoa floss, all that stuff. So, I'm happy that's behind me. Also, I'm super happy today because I delivered um, two more crowns in clinic for my patient. So, that was, I think it was crowns number six and seven. And I think I need ten in order to graduate with one of them being an implant crown, maybe. I don't know. But anyways. Exciting. Or maybe it's not. I I forget how many exactly I need, but I'm just happy because today... I delivered six and seven, and so we are on the road to graduation, people. It is coming. She's getting things done, and I just feel relieved because crowns just take forever to get done at school. 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Jimmy, what do you have to say for yourself this week? Um, not so much for myself. Um, I think there's, you know, there might be something sparkly in the pod's future. Wait, really? Maybe not by next episode, but, you know. I told you I wanted (laughs) to be surprised. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm just kind of teasing. Okay. Because I feel like we like to tease every week. Wait, Jimmy kept teasing that, like, oh, maybe I'll propose to you when I pick you up from CDCA. And then he was taking so long to pick me up that I was like, what's he doing? Like, mining this diamond and then, like, making the ring? Because, like, you just took so many turns to pick me up. So I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. But I was in such a bad mood after CDCA. I was, like, tired. That I was like, I kind of like, I'm like, okay, Connie, put on a good face if he does propose. But then when I saw him pull up in the corner and he wasn't like all dolled up or anything, I was like, oh, okay, he's just picking me up, sweet. Yeah, <laughs> like my beard is hideous this week. No, it wasn't hideous. You're never okay, hideous. It's not hideous. It's just like long and like. It's okay. And like I can feel it with my tongue. Yeah, it is kind of scrubbing me. I, it's a little <laughs> you like how I went from being like, it's okay, don't call it's, yourself hideous to being like, to, yeah, it's pretty like, scrubbing. It just needs to. Uh, that's how no when Jimmy's about to propose is when he actually like shaves his beard. But anyway, so I saw him pull up without a shaved beard, and I was like, oh, okay, sweet. He's just gonna pick me up, and we're gonna eat. like we're gonna go be pigs. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I just did not have the emotional capacity to handle anything else yeah. after that day. You know how I feel this week? I'm just so excited for fall. Like fall things are starting to come out. Fall videos are starting to come on my TikTok. It's just fall, fall, fall. Like my Pinterest is just like leaves, the little Pillsbury cookies with the with the leaves on them. Um, the Bath and Body Work candle leaves. Leaves everywhere. So much leaves. Anyways, that's all we have this week for our introduction. This week's episode, I have my friend Clara. She is a dental student from Canada, which is kind of cool. I wanted to hear from her all about Canadian dental school. And specifically, I thought she would be a great guest to have on because what makes Clara unique is she is a fitness queen, okay? She's always making time to go to the gym. She's not one of those, like... Uh, you know how there's like inspirational people that are unrealistic that are like, oh, I get to the gym at like 4 a.m. <laughs> um, I almost said 5 a.m. and I was like, wait, that's like kind of realistic, but like not for me. <laughs> um, but anyways, she is like in a realistic source of inspiration. And I just wanted to hear from her, her top tips for squeezing in fitness into her life, making it a routine. For any of you guys out there that are listening that want to get yourself into a healthier lifestyle, style kick start yourself into like you know getting into a good routine she also has some good tips on motivation and you just hear about life as a canadian dental student so i thought that would be fun so anyways without further ado let's get into the main episode Welcome back, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode. So today, I'm so excited. I have my good friend Clara here. Clara and I are like internet besties, but um, I recently realized she's like my first Canadian friend, which is like really cool. <laughs> I was thinking about this in the shower today while I was getting ready. I feel like I really vibe with you because, you know, you're like, let me try to describe your Instagram aesthetic. I think it's like realistic inspirational if you know what I mean it's like she's like literally like that girl on dentistry which is like really cool <laughs> no way you were so sweet no like I was like actually thinking about it I'm like she's literally like that girl but like it's not kind of in an annoying way because sometimes when I see people do like that girl content I'm like okay do you like really do this like green juice at like 4 a.m um but no Clara does it all like in a very realistic transparent and like cool way I guess um so Clara I always like to ask my guests when they first come on tell me a bit of a little bit about young Clara like eight-year-old teen Clara all that 
Okay, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast and thinking that I had anything of value to bring today. (laughs) Um, But no, words can't express how excited I am to be here today. And yeah, oh my gosh. Okay, so eight-year-old Clara, um, honestly, very energetic, um, very talkative, honestly, sometimes a little annoying. (laughs) Um, Not that different from who I am today, but like, I hope I toned it down. Um, But I I have an older sister who's like 10 years older than me. And um, I, yeah, I think, I think I saw that you said that in one of your earlier podcasts. So yes I think we're on the same vibe but yeah, Wait, I we love... have that little sister energy I know right and like the 10 year old but not sister. like annoying <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like I loved to annoy her when I was like eight years old and I just wanted to be like a part of every second of her life so she was definitely like a big part when I was younger um but other than that I feel like I was always pretty active and like involved in many different activities um my parents put me in like so many and then like I begged to be in like some other things but I danced a lot growing up I did some like figure skating and gymnastics um like swimming and piano I I don't know if it was like an Asian kid thing but like I was actually just gonna ask I was like I don't know if like yeah so I feel like Asian parents they like early on they're like okay they're not like oh let's find a way to like have them exercise they're like let's find a way to have them win scholarships like that's yes. like their mindset <laughs> they're like let's put them in like 10 different activities and like hope yes. one of them turns out and like they become successful and like something Yes, um, 1,000%. But yeah, it was so funny. So I like absolutely loved being busy from like a pretty young age, I would say. And I feel like that's kind of stuck with me as I've grown up. Um, but yeah, as I got like a bit older into my teenage years, I feel like I toned it down a little bit. Um, like, first of all, my parents were like, okay, you cannot keep doing this many activities. You need to quit some of them and start like focusing on school. Um, so yeah, funny enough, I was like, so into dance, like my first hotmail email was like dancer.forever9 at hotmail.com. Oh my God. Wait, like that's really what you do because like, that's how we used to, I feel like show the world, like our personality, um, before there was like Instagram, before there was like anything else, there was your email username. (laughs) Your first email like that is just, it's always so iconic for everyone. That's so funny. I think my sister's was, I think, so my sister loved tennis. So hers was like frisbee gals. Editing Connie here. I just realized this statement made absolutely no sense. I meant to say that she was a Frisbee fan, so her email was Frisbee gal. I was just replaying this back, and I was like, girl, what are you on right now? So then I grew up, and I, like, I, like, wasn't that good at, like, a lot of stuff, but I I, I was good at track and running, so then I was, like, running girl, something, something. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that. And, like, yeah, I, yeah. I did track, too, like, for a little bit in high school. I did, like, really? Some, yeah, I did, like, hurdles. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? That's so funny. That brings back, like, a core memory like gymnasts and dancers were the best hurdlers because yes. you guys have that hip flexion <laughs> that was literally the only reason why like in junior high like track and field day I would I just did hurdles because I could like put my leg in that position yeah. and like oh my god wait let's train you and I was like oh okay oh my god that's so funny wait do you get to do any fun um do you get to like still do any of that kind of stuff like gymnastics or like dancing today yeah I was like actually thinking about that the other day like not really in like the organized like day-to-day like school life like I don't mm-hmm. I don't think there's like a gymnastics like intramurals team or anything like that but funny enough like a couple days ago I was just like flipping around in my backyard because I was like I haven't oh my god casual and yeah <laughs> but like it's like we don't do the the things that we used to like do as kids that made us so happy Mm. and like made being a kid so fun so I was like doing that this week while I've been at home I like went for a bike ride I was like 
tumbling around in my backyard and I was like being a kid was so fun like we should just do things like this more often one thing that really really inspires me about Clara besides her Pinterest board Instagram is you are like a little fitness girly like I don't know how you do it she's always posting like at the gym and all that kind of stuff and like like I said you do it in a way where it's inspirational to me because it's realistic um like you're not like oh I've been here since like 3 a.m like it's like you're like you go to class and then you make it work so I was just curious well now knowing that you have like the gymnastics and dancing background that definitely probably helps but like I was just curious what your typical like weekly routine looks like and like how you keep yourself accountable with all that first of all thank you so much like sometimes it can be that way sometimes I fall off I'm definitely like anyone else um but I think like I'll get into a little bit um, of my like teenage years maybe because I think that explains like some of my activity because yes I did grow up like dancing a lot but then um, as I got older and like I started like you know junior high high schoolish I kind of transitioned into more of like the team sports so I started playing volleyball and I started doing some track and field as well which we kind of talked about Um, and honestly like those two sports was kind of what brought me into the gym because I had coaches that um, were the ones who took me into the weight room and showed me around for the first time and like taught me how to squat properly for the first time and so I think those sports were really my like big introduction into like working out and it made like being active really like a normal part of my life and it was like something that was just there and I didn't like overthink it but it was like part of my routine and just like what made me feel good Mm -hmm. so I definitely think that like played a big part in it yeah so it is definitely like more of an outlet than anything like it's it's for my own sanity and if I feel like if I don't work out and I miss a couple days like I feel my mind go foggy like I, I feel more sluggish like I don't feel as good but definitely like I can it can sometimes be hard to fit in especially with a busy like clinic schedule and whatnot like I haven't even gotten into those hardest years of my of dental school yet um but it'll be interesting to see how I like fit it in next year when it gets busier do you have any advice for girls I know like a lot of people it's like intimidating to go to the gym and lift specifically because you're just like there's all these instruments I don't really (laughs) instruments um equipment I don't really like know what I'm doing what advice would you give to someone that's starting out that way yeah definitely and I was just just going to say too like that is like undoubtedly probably the most intimidating thing about going to the gym is like not being familiar with everything and feeling like everyone is watching you or judging you but what I say to people is that no one cares about no one is like caring about anyone but themselves like people you know love to be into themselves and really that's all that they're worried about and so if they give you a quick glance that's probably it and they're going to go back to worrying about their own workout and what they're doing and so that's what I say to people like no one's looking at anyone but themselves Uh, I feel like also there's like ways now that I'm thinking back so I'm like by no means like a seasoned professional or anything like that but I do think like so my um fitness routine kind of changed a little when I started dental school because before that I didn't really like go to the gym and then um you see, I got like the pharmacy school 20. So I was like, okay, I have to like work out somehow. And instead of jumping straight into um, like the Smith machine and like stuff like that, I actually just would like grab big barbells and just go to like a corner of the gym by myself and look up like barbell workout. I feel like barbells are like a good place to start and like kettlebells. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, I honestly think like doing whatever you're most comfortable with and what you're actually going to do, like that's the best workout. Like you don't have to 
follow this crazy thing or like feel that you need to go all in like the best workout to do is the one that you actually want to do and 100% like sticking yourself in a corner and like minding your own business and like kind of staying there um, and like not being you know too exposed if that's not what you want I think that's a great way to get started and you know do whatever you're comfortable with and that's I think totally fine for sure do you have any like um products that make you excited like workout sets you like or like water bottles or like a specific program you really like yeah so in terms of like workout wear I really love Alphalete for their lifting leggings I don't have you heard of them before I have yeah yeah so they have like they're called the amplify leggings um and they're just like so buttery soft and but they have like good compression as well which I feel like is what you really want in like a lifting legging and then on like a similar note, um, Gymshark, obviously, which is very big and huge. They have a ton of um, cute patterns and I like their leggings for like the like lifting as well because of the compression and all of that. Um, but when I'm not like lifting, I feel like I just wear like a lot of Lululemon because it's more breathable mm-hmm. and like TNA. TNA actually like has come out with a lot more like dupes of the kind of like lululemon aligned fabric and like they have yeah. them, like biker shorts and like tank tops so I wear those a lot can you explain for like the lift like I'm unaware like why does the compression help with like lifting and stuff does it just make you feel more sucked in when you're like doing all the movement I think I think that's the biggest thing for me like I don't know if there's any like I don't know the <laughs> science behind it if there is any but I do yeah exactly like I feel like I like feeling like sucked in and like held in when you're like doing all that stuff so and it's like mm-hmm. not see-through and it's like thick durable material so I love that mm. do you yeah. have any fitness influencers that you really like yeah I do um some of them are like youtubers and like some of them are like more on Instagram but I think I grew up watching like a bunch of the old like Gymshark girls and like they taught mm. me honestly a lot about working out and like I feel like YouTube that used to be such a big thing where like fitness like YouTubers would like teach you about working out and like create little workouts for you um but I really love her name her full name is like Gabby Cheyenne or she goes by like Gabby Shay um, okay it's like S-H-E-Y and she's an athlete athlete um she's also from Canada actually um oh. but she does a lot she's really into like CrossFit now I think but she used to do like a lot more like lifting and like F45 style workouts I don't know do you know what F45 is is it similar to um like Orange Theory or like something where it's like hit inspired? Yeah, like similar. Yeah, similar to that. Similar to like the hit style workouts, but it's more like your own body weight and like functional training move. It's it's like you're not on a treadmill. You're like doing like squats or like burpees or like things with your body. Um, oh, got it. Yeah, but I I honestly love those types of workouts once in a while because they like really work you and they like make you you feel like your body is like so capable of doing things and it like reminds me of like athletic training or like old sports that I used to do so I love throwing that in to like a week of workouts Mm. and do you listen to like music do you watch videos like what do you like to do while you're working out honestly I love a mix of both I think videos can be so helpful when you want to turn your brain off and like not think about what you know the next step is or what you want to like make yourself do you just put it on and like do it um for youtube i like watching pamela reef r-e-i-f has like really hard and good app workouts Ooh, um, okay yeah mad fit. Down. yeah oh my gosh um mad fit has a ton of like everything she has like mostly like at home stuff uh for sure but like you know ab videos like full body like 
oh, she just has everything. Like even like dance workouts, like to songs and they're so cute and fun. Um, and then sometimes when I'm at the gym, I really like, so Peloton has an app and like, you don't need to have the like bike or treadmill or anything. And it's like $12 a month and they have so many different kinds of workouts. They have like treadmill running outside they have like cycling for any like bike they have yoga they have like meditation and stretching like strength um and there's like a huge library of workouts and the trainer like does it with you in real time and they always have like good playlists and for only 12 dollars a month like I love throwing on their um treadmill or like spin workouts when I'm at the gym and like it's just so much easier to follow along and motivate yourself because I it's hard to you know when you're like running on a treadmill you're like I don't want to work hard (laughs) I know after like a long day (laughs) yeah so I love that at the gym and then um for outdoor runs uh Nike Run Club has an app actually and they have like a bunch of free guided runs where like a coach will just be in your ear and like I'll kind of like take you through it and like tell you your like milestones and benchmarks and so it makes it a lot more motivating to like be running outside which can be so hard right so nice that the running one gives you like feedback because I feel like you kind of need like that feedback to like keep going and I feel like you're making a difference <laughs> yeah for sure 100% or otherwise it's so easy to be like I'm tired like I want to stop right yeah no literally yeah. speaking of motivation also I feel like I have so many questions for you on like kind of like how you make it all work like productivity wise do you have a system that keeps you like organized like a planner or um in terms of okay honestly for like organization I honestly kind of just dump everything on my notes app like my notes app on my phone has mm-hmm. my whole like life um Same. yeah right because I feel like it's just so easy it syncs to everything um if you're on your iPad or your MacBook and like you can make everything like so like detailed and like throw in like little tasks and everything I love a paper planner but to be honest I find like half the time I don't have it on me or yes. like you know it just like kind of falls behind and like stops getting updated um but in terms of like oh if I were to recommend a paper planner I think have you heard of the day designer yes oh my gosh that used to be like really big I don't think I ever bought one because they're kind of expensive but I wanted to give it a try they were yeah they were kind of expensive and I know they had like their moment on Instagram and everything but it is a really like it's a really pretty and like honestly like functional planner it has like all the like every hour like your top three tasks of the day and all of that so I I love that yeah I had it I had it I kind of stopped updating it so I I feel like I'm like moving away a little bit from the paper just because convenience but yeah um I'm gonna I like recently started putting everything on like google calendar which I think I'm gonna try out for the year because Mm. yeah I think it's like a very like colorful and like nice interface but you can actually like there's enough room to like see everything that's in the in the calendar like as opposed to like iCal Google Calendar is what we use at Coco Floss and like it's helpful too because you can see you can like be nosy and like see like your boss's schedule or whatever and you can like add yourself in there I'm like oh wait that like <laughs> I feel like I'm invading their, their privacy by seeing all this that's so funny but you like get to see everything that's going on that's hilarious yeah same and I also use I'm the same way like I used to like planners because like it made me feel good to check things off but honestly that was more of like a high school undergrad thing where I was like now when everything's in flames like I just can't um so if you go to my notes section my notes section if anybody wanted to like learn my deepest darkest inner workings my life goals my grocery list like my everything just like go to my notes section because it'll be like my life goals and then it'll be like pick up q-tips at the store like it's like everything that I need (laughs) no seriously me too people sometimes like they'll look over my shoulder and they'll like see my like notes 
up and they're like Clara like why is this so detailed <laughs> I'm like I need to know <laughs> no it's like literally crazy people could take over my life if they just open that one note but like I need to have literally. it also speaking of motivation like so I always tell people people always ask like how do you stay motivated all the time and I'm like okay you just like aren't um you just like you can't be motivated all the time so like how do you get yourself into like a motivated mood is there anything you do or any videos you watch anything like that yeah for sure and also like totally agree with that and I think that's like definitely said a lot more these days which is good because you're you're totally not like you're going to wake up and have days where you don't want to do anything and don't want to get out of bed um yeah there's a couple of things that are like my go-tos I feel like when I need just a little extra kick or extra energy I'll just go on Spotify and turn on like a really like high energy upbeat like DJ mix or have you heard of um big booty mixes before yes oh my gosh exactly right I feel like we had like the same undergrad experience (laughs) I know like they are the they are the mixes to like to pregame to and like to get ready to and honestly work out to like if I'm on the mm. treadmill or I'm going for a run I love listening to that because it just it's so upbeat so high energy um but yeah if like people don't know what like who they are like what oh, they that's are, right yeah I know right, <laughs> like, <all> right. Um, <laughs> they're they're a pair of DJs though and they've made like 20 episodes of like hour-long mixes of just like high energy catchy songs um and yeah the best like getting ready or like workout playlist if you want to feel pumped up so in the morning if I'm like I'm like I have no energy to get out of bed I'll like throw that on and then just have the best time (laughs) if I feel like I want like actual motivation to like do something that I really don't want to do like sometimes I'll throw on like a motivational speech or like podcast from like David Goggins or like Kobe Bryant or like those those like high achieving people that are like you want to be great like (laughs) get your ass out of bed and like do this and that really makes me feel like okay like I can do this silly little thing and like I'm more than capable you know wait that's like so funny this just just brings me back to um when I was studying for the DAT which like it seemed like such a dramatic time back then I would listen to that stuff but then it's just funny because like now that I think about it I'm like I was listening to the most dramatic stuff to hype me up to do like chemistry questions like I was like you want to be good be better Dude, dude, I listened to that stuff when I was preparing for like dental school interviews. That's so funny that you say that because it was like when I was like running on the treadmill or something, but it would be like a day, a day like coming up to the interviews, and I'm like, like, you want to be great? Like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, like I can run half an hour on the treadmill and then like go meet my friend to practice interview questions. (laughs) So funny. Yeah, I was like, I can do it. You know, that's like one method. So like, do you believe in like manifesting and like all that kind of stuff? Um, I'm kind of like new to it. Like I've kind of like mm-hmm. just started dabbling in it, but I, I don't know if like it actually brings it to life, but I think like having those like visions and like set things in your mind and like having a whatever vision board or whatever like medium you like to use. I think it is a great reminder every day of what you want to be working towards. I don't know if I like necessarily believe that like there's the power of like it brings it right to you but I think it's a great reminder like to have every day in your life so one thing I do and like I used to just do this to pump myself up and now I learned like it actually might be like a manifestation kind of thing I just didn't know about it I mean anything is if you just slap a label on it but um (laughs) one thing I do is I imagine like how it would feel to finally achieve the thing that I would do so for example I used to do this for dental school I would imagine what it felt like to wake up early in the morning see that email in my inbox open up that email with my parents um and then I would 
I would attach like a song to it that has like the same kind of like build I guess and I would just replay the scene in my head of like the build of me like opening it and like have that line up almost making like a music video in my head um to this one like to a specific song that I would like and then I would imagine like at like the chorus like finding out I got in and like that just it's like a multi-sensory kind of experience and that really would hype me up and like make me motivated and excited and like I don't know I feel like that kind of helped like bring everything to fruition yeah in terms of like that something like that I think that's definitely great and that's something that you can envision yourself in and Mm -hmm. like that just as a motivational tactic like that is so great and that reminds me like when before I'd like gotten into dental school and stuff and I was like also Mm -hmm. studying for the dat and everything I used to like write on my whiteboard in like the room of my student house and I would write like white coat ceremony like 2020 like just as like I you did oh my god no I'm like literally psycho this is what I do anytime I want anything in life I make a um I'm funny enough I make an iPhone note to myself writing a caption pretending I'm announcing to like my Instagram like that it already happened I'm like so excited to officially announce I like got into dental school I like did that and then like I love that yeah and then I would also I feel like one time Jimmy walked in was like kind of freaked out because like (laughs) on my wall I had just scrawled like notes of like I got into dental like I didn't yeah but it was just like all these like these statements of the future being like I got into dental school I got the score I wanted blah 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 and I feel like he's like what the it's like it was like that's so many and he's like no you didn't (laughs) no he's like but you didn't (laughs) I love that that's so cute oh my gosh yeah yeah and so speaking of like motivation do you have anything that helps get you out of like funks too because that's like a very normal part of dental school (laughs) yeah of course like no doubt like it's in it it's an innate part and like you can't go through dental school without them um I I think for me the biggest thing is uh definitely like calling a friend or even family that I want to talk to because yeah I, I don't know where I'd be without my friends because I'm so grateful for them and I think that they're really able to put things into perspective and like calm me down about things because majority of the time it's really not that big of a deal and it feels like a lot in the moment um but it's like, are you going to care about this in a year? Like, are you even going to remember it in a year? And is this going to matter after you graduate? Like, oftentimes, no. And Mm -hmm. I think dental school is so funny because everything, like, it feels like it's, like, absolutely everything in the moment, but you take, like, one perspective or, like, one step outside of it, and it's like, okay, like, it's just dental school. Like, you'll make your way through and, like, look at the grand scheme of things and you know, especially like if it's a low point that I've hit with school and I'm feeling bad um, about something, I always remind myself that like, we're literally here to learn dentistry. And if we were already good at it, we wouldn't be here right now. Um, And like dentistry is not something that's innate and it takes a lot of time to get better at. So I shouldn't beat myself up if something goes wrong, like the third time that I do something. Um, But of course I like say this with a grain of salt because I'm constantly reminded that like I haven't hit the worst of dental school yet, but I still think like having some people, especially outside of dentistry, to remind you that like dental school doesn't have to be your entire identity is important uh, little thing to have. That's honestly so true. I feel like I remember, I think it was like my second year, like calling my friend from pharmacy school and being like, I'm so stressed because of like this project. And she was like, well, what do you have to do for it? And I was like, you have to drill a triangle, but like upside down. And now I'm like, oh my God, that was like so dramatic. But it, right? like at the time, everything feels yeah. more significant. Even if you're listening to this and you're like not in dental school, but you're like some other profession, like everything just feels a lot more dramatic than it is. And I 100%. think that's just like, school's just like a bubble. <laughs> it is a very big bubble. It is such a big bubble. And so that's why I think it's so nice to have and like keep close to the friends that are outside of dental school. 
um and like having hobbies and like little things that you can borrow your confidence from like if dental school isn't going well like being able to like go ahead a killer workout or like bake a bomb cake or like be kind and make someone's day like those are all things that can easily make you feel better and are so removed from dental school that you'll hopefully like be able to see right past it oh my god so true and like speaking of the bubble that is dental school so um yesterday I was at school like practicing for our licensure exams and then I was getting my stuff and there were like hordes of these d26s which is crazy to think about because you're you're d20 uh, uh 24 four. right four yeah yeah yeah. Okay, the D26s are here now, and, like, they were all just, like, so excited and so loud, and, like, but, like, it was just, like, so nice seeing them. I was, like, welcome. I'm so happy for you and excited for you, but it just made me think back to that time period when they were starting school where, like, it's, like, starting all over again. Like, you, you're, like, the new kid at the lunchroom. You're, like, oh, my God, who do I sit with? So I was wondering if you could break down for anyone that's out there navigating, like, a new social scene in school or, like, even, like, work or something like that. Um, like your best tips for like making your authentic friends and just like staying true to yourself making new friends that kind of stuff yeah oh my gosh Um, it's crazy thinking back to it all the time because it is so you're like so overwhelmed with emotions and excitement and Mm -hmm. there's just such a big roller coaster that you go through I feel like with you know starting out in dental school and like getting to know your friends and like you know, little friend groups forming. And it's just, it's so insane. It's such an emotional roller coaster, like kind of all of dental school. I know I'm only halfway through, but especially the beginning of it, there's just so much going on, but. Okay, editing Connie here. I just remembered I have such a good tip for you guys. If anyone's trying to like make new friends when you're starting out at a new school or something like that, the best way to bond with people. See, even from the bedroom, Jimmy has to cough and interrupt. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about you. Anyways. (laughs) anyways okay my best advice is you bond so much with people when you run errands together like ask a friend if you want to like go grocery shopping together that was my favorite way to bond with my friends early on in dental school like take a trip to trader joe's together or costco together that's a big hit because usually when you move into a new place everyone's gonna make a costco run or maybe be like, hey, do you want to, like, go, I don't know, doing your laundry is kind of a more personal thing, but I'm like, hey, do you want to, like, go run errands, like, I gotta go to the post office, that's kind of close to this, Staples, if you need to go, it's just fun, because then you walk and talk, and it's kind of less awkward than trying to make friends in a very formal setting, because when you're like, ooh, I, like, need to make friends with this social, it's, like, very obvious what you're doing, it's kind of awkward, Whereas it's so much more natural to be like just chatting about your life, being like, oh, my sister texted me and being like, oh, you have a sister? Like, what's your family like? What did you grow up like? So I don't know. I just think my best tip if you want to make friends in school or like early on at work is to like run errands together. Yeah, in terms of like meeting new people and making friends, like a week is definitely the best part to come of it. And when you're initially starting out, that's, of course, the easiest time to talk to everyone. Like you might be nervous, but Um, everyone's in the same boat and trying to meet each other and get to know one another so I think just like opening a conversation wherever you can and um, even though you might be nervous and if you don't know what to say honestly like just compliment them on something I feel like that really like breaks the barrier down really quickly be like oh like I love your shoes or like your top is so cute like where did you get it from and Mm -hmm. I think people are like so receptive to that but yeah and also like keep in mind too I feel like when I look back on like the first I want to say like three months even of school 
I feel like I was just like internally subconsciously like very stressed all the time because like you're just like okay I'm making new friends and you're like okay I'm gonna go get like coffee and like take notes with these new friends and like slowly you feel like you're making the friends but now that I'm looking back I'm like oh I like didn't really know people that well until like after a couple months so like it's okay if you feel like you're settling in and you haven't found your group yet because like it really takes time a hundred percent I totally agree with that and like I like and friend like people kind of like shift around and like change as you actually get to know people more because like the first like month of meeting everyone like everyone's so like energetic and like has kind of like a different persona sometimes so you can yes, like everyone's like yeah, interview self <laughs> right and everyone's just like so hyped up but like not everyone's like gonna be at that level for like their whole personality so it's really interesting after the first couple months of everyone getting settled and like really getting to know each other so 100 I agree with you like don't stress about oh like I like haven't found my people exactly like you will find them and as things like settle into normal life like you'll get to know people for like who they are and all of that and so definitely like no no stress with that mm-hmm. um I also think getting involved and joining clubs and like going to all the events that your school might be putting on I think if you put yourself out there like you're guaranteed to meet a lot of people and I think it will also be very rewarding getting involved um, in dental school for sure I think one more way is um, that's really great is joining an intramural sports team (laughs) Um, wait are you part of one at school I'm part of like a couple like honestly mostly just like volleyball and like dodgeball but like it's great because you don't have to be like athletic or like actually play a sport to like play dodgeball if if that if you have that at your school like it's so fun like you can join like a tier three dodgeball team and like you'll be playing like other teams like within the university so not just dental school as well but like we'll play like the law faculty or the med faculty sometimes and it's just such a like great and fun little way to meet people and across years as well like for us at least like we have like like a, a faculty team so like you know, if you're in D4, D3, D1, like all of that, you can join at our school. Um, and so it's a fun little way to like meet everyone and like bond. And yeah, I really recommend like doing that. Oh my God, that's so cute. That's another, that reminds me of another like high key tip. Um, If you can dental school or like in school in general, make upperclassmen friends. They save your life. They tell you everything that you need to know. Like you just, you need them. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Um, So it was interesting for me because I like my class came in and like any of the class of 24th but we came in during COVID year so Mm. the first year was honestly like it was a lot harder to meet everyone um, and it kind of took longer for like my class but one thing I was going to say is like be really nice and helpful to the upper year students that you assist when you're like first or second year because some of them can be so much more welcoming than you expect like it's kind of intimidating at first you know Um, but also like they might be so much more welcoming and like willing to chat with you or like become a lot more like a friend and exactly like they have so much advice to give so yeah that's such a good tip yeah mm-hmm. and they have so much perspective too because I feel like mm-hmm. all the times that I would like cry or be sad about something they'd be like it's literally not a big deal <laughs> yeah for sure they're like this won't matter in a year like you're gonna deal with other things and you got this and I'm like okay true <laughs> um, I'm really curious do you guys have like like Canadian th- like what's a tell me more about like Canadian food and Canadian activities that are like um more like iconic to you guys I guess oh my gosh yeah okay wait let me think um I feel like Canadian food isn't all that different from like American mm. like when we have like Canadian genre restaurants like it's kind of like also like burgers and like fish and chips and like stuff like that um but we have okay maple syrup big stereotype I don't know if you've heard of that yes. one 
Yes. We love maple syrup. Um, do you guys have Tim Hortons in the States now? Or is it still? We do. Um, I think it's like here and there. It's not as popular as like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks, but I had one in my town growing up. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. So Tim Hortons, huge Canadian thing. Like the double double, two creams. What's a double double? Oh my god, that's so funny. So that's, <laughs> that's like common term here, but it's just really? like a yeah, it's like just a coffee with two sugars and two creams. Like you're like oh. yeah, you go up and you're like oh, I'll have like a medium double double, and like <laughs> it's a coffee with two creams and two sugars. Oh my god, that's so cute. I'm gonna try like using that later, <laughs> and I'm gonna see if they're like receptive to it. Like, oh, what? like what? Yeah, yeah. And you're so like, two we, of what? Yeah. <laughs> like double what yeah um and then like at tim hortons they also have timbits which i don't know if you've seen those they're like donut holes but those are like so oh, like munchkins kind of that's that's what we call them or is that like at duncan or something are they called yeah like oh that's oh, so probably yeah, yeah. yeah we call them timbits that's so funny um another thing you guys say restroom but we say washroom wait that's like so interesting I've never yeah. thought to say washroom yeah sometimes like when I've gone to the states I'll be like hi like you know where the washroom is they're like um like what's a like a restroom they're like what's a washroom and I'm like oh yeah that's sorry wait that's so cool do you say like a wash for sure or no like like where's the no, wash? Okay. no. <laughs> I'm just making things up now <laughs> I should try that I should try that I'll be like hey where's the wash <laughs> I feel like Canadian um, people overall are just like really polite like they'll they'll say like sorry for everything and like no just like lots of manners and like everything is just like oh sorry like sorry no it's okay like sorry <laughs> like thank oh my you gosh. yeah I feel like I have heard that like Canadians are like very well like yeah Canadians in general I've heard are like very nice compared to Americans <laughs> they say so real yeah they're, they're they're very nice and like well-mannered for the most part oh do you think you'll stay in Canada like forever oh my gosh I was just like talking to some of my friends about that I don't I don't know I so I I think I saw in your story like West Coast so we traveled to the states a lot like growing up because it was all it was close and like as my sister was like older we kind of like did her family vacays around like settling her like you know moving her out of places so I I do feel like I went to the states a bunch growing up and I feel like I would kind of love to live there at least for like a year like I'm really thinking about doing a GPR and if I do that I think I would love to do it in the states um I feel like it's just so like exciting and there's so much stuff going on all the time there so I I think I could definitely see myself living in the states potentially like if I don't have a reason to stay in Canada I think I would like love and there's so many more livable cities in the states to be honest like in Canada it's mostly like Toronto and Vancouver are your two big cities and like those two cities have a lot of stuff going on but Mm. other than that like there aren't a ton of like big cities but in the states I could see myself like maybe in like Seattle or like the west coast somewhere anyways that is all I have for this week with Clara thank you so much Clara this feels like on like a first date when you like don't want the date to end I'm like oh I wish I had more (laughs) I know I feel like we could keep chatting for like three hours and literally forever (laughs) yeah no literally if you ever come to the east coast if you ever come to Boston please 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 let me know I would love to like show you around and hang out I would love to. That would be a dream come true, Connie. (laughs) Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another great episode and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.